And, but like what we do isn't insider trading. It's artificial intelligence. We are wrapping up a brain of like some Wall Street analyst and putting it into an app for everybody to use. Pretty much. That's yeah. all we're doing. Yeah. That, should be, that should be the intro. Yeah. That <laughs> Welcome to Cash Overflow. This is uh, my name is Suleiman, aka Sully. I'm Donish. I am the co-founder and CTO of Black Edge. And I'm Mahmoud, aka Moody, co-founder and CEO of Black Edge. Uh, so in today's podcast, we're just taught, I mean, this is sponsored by Black Edge, and um, we're gonna Not get sponsored. More... It's owned and it's, operated. Yeah, it's owned and operated by. It's a subsidiary of Black yeah, Edge. You're right, Inc. You're right. So this is a podcast by the people of, by Black Edge, um, and we're gonna get more into uh, what Black Edge is. Yeah, and so on and so forth. But For sure. what we wanted to do was just kind of introduce ourselves and um, get you guys acquainted with us. So, um, if Mahmoud, do you want to start it off? Like who you are, like what you like. Um, yeah. yeah, keep it fucking short. This yeah. time. <laughs> I'll, I'll try. I'll try to man. Yeah, this is our second time recording. This. I'm not on. I'm not on Adderall, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we kind of introduced ourselves. Uh, I I go by Moody nowadays because it's kind of easier and it's a little catchier too. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, we're right now, we're here, at, we're in filming at the University of Florida. So I graduated from the University of Florida in 2020. Um, and then I started working, I actually started working in construction and I uh, was a project manager there. And that was uh, fun and not fun at the same time. But I was heavily invested in stocks during quarantine because it was just super boring and I had nothing to do. Um, and uh, Donish and I, we've been friends for, for a while now. And we had the idea for Blackhead, which like Sully said, we're going to get into later. Um, and, uh, uh, what's it called? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 generally speaking, like what I like, my general interests, um, aside from, you know, investing in the stock and crypto, you know, ecosystems is, I mean, I like playing sports. I'm a pretty active person, you know, growing up in Florida, right on the river, I was really involved in, you know, sports and water activities and all that stuff. But also nowadays I've become a, a kind of a tech nerd. So I'm just, you know, learning and absorbing as much as possible in the, in the uh, technology realm. But yeah, I don't know if this is a good bio or not, but we can. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it short. I'm yeah. trying to highlight my it, life. I feel like there's nothing. We, we have, have, have Salam's bio that like that people are looking for, so it's okay. Yeah, okay, you're <laughs> all right. Whatever. So you gotta. We can cut this out, you know. Uh, you're single, so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta, I gotta market yourself. That? You know, you gotta market yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, we, I am single. Yeah. We have what like, are we gonna do about that? We have like, <laughs> we have we have an infinite amount of episodes to like. Really yeah, to talk about that. ourselves. Yeah. Exactly, like, yeah. You know, reflect on our Yeah, the own. goal here, I know people are like, okay, well, what the fuck is what the fuck are we talking about? Like, we're going to uh, like we said, we're going to get to get to towards like the the meat and potatoes like why we're here, what we're talking about. Um, but we want to, you know, we want to keep this casual, so that's why we're going to be yeah. joking around uh, and all that sort of good stuff trying to get a laugh. All right, Donish. Laugh you you want to go you want to go up? Dirty day. Yeah. Um, I'm Donish. I am the co-founder and CTO of Black Hedge. So I do all the nerdy stuff. Um, I like kind of function as like the product manager uh, and, you know, manage the whole team and the operations. I come from a background of data science. So I do a lot of like things like around AI, predictive modeling and stuff. So that's why, you know, like we built like an AI investing tool mm -hmm. um, for everybody. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much the synopsis. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and my name is Suleiman, AKA Sully. Uh, 
22 years old. I'm a real estate agent here in Florida. So if you're trying to buy a house, like, let me know. Um, but at the same time, I have also been, I got into, uh, I met Donish because Donish is actually my brother-in-law. And oh, yeah. it was really, really cool. Damn, and you just let him marry your sister like that? I'm, he's a great dude. <laughs> I'm married. That's why my bio, my introduction wasn't that long. <laughs> he wasn't that long, yeah. <laughs> yeah he doesn't so, have to market um, himself. <laughs> and then uh, I was actually going to UNF for a little bit and found my, I'm, I've always been a business guy ever since I was really, really young. My parents have always owned businesses, so I've always like tried to help them in that, in that regards. So um, I went to UNF, was going to school for computer science. That was during the time of COVID. I kind of dropped out and just got my real estate license because I saw like the wealth that you can build from different assets. And what was really cool is now Donish is now working. Or I found out Donish was working about uh, working on a stock app, and I've been always interested in stocks. So um, the company outline and whatnot really like you know kind of drove me towards working with people at Black Edge and getting it up and running. Because um, I've been in the investing space and I've been trying to get more and more into it. So whether it's real estate, whether it's stocks, um, I'm kind of more, I know a lot more about real estate. And so joining Black Hedge, I've now like acquired some knowledge about stocks, which is awesome. Um, so I guess. Sully does our, our content marketing. He's helping with our content yeah, marketing. Yeah, also the content Pushing our content dude. strategy. So please he, he, like and subscribe and also share the posts that we make on Instagram. Like, Because you make like, you make crazy videos about like the houses that you list. Yeah. Like I've seen the videos that I make. They're, they're actually insane. Bro, I mean, they take hours to make and I yeah. get like three likes. And it's <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, hey, the grind is real, man. The hustle, like, you're yeah. going to get three likes in the beginning. Like yeah. how we have three users <laughs> right now. Fucking <laughs> three. For three, of the, for the three of you that are subscribed yeah, to our app, thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> you are Free bring, lifetime access. You are bringing in a whopping of twenty one dollars a month. <laughs> Not even, bro. Twenty one cents. Yeah, bro, them yeah. apple cuts so, are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So what this podcast is really about is just for you guys to get to know us. Um, we're starting up a whole um, text. We're we're essentially a tech startup. Um, where we essentially analyze stocks and help people try to trade smart, as, um, intelligently and profitably at the same and, time. Uh, if I may, yeah. uh, there's like a deeper reason as to why we're doing this. Um, and I think like a lot of the conversations, even in this past week has helped us like kind of figure that out. Mm -hmm. But, um, really like our goal here is like bringing wall street, uh, technology to the main street. Um, and you know, like really enabling a lot of retail investors to sort of trade as profitably as wall street is doing it yeah um mm -hmm. and yeah that's that's really the mission here so i mean like the whole point of this podcast is to just like kind of give you guys like updated on a frequent basis of like mm -hmm. you know our product um our mission um what we're working on what like we're working features, on our own like our own investments you know yeah. everything like that yeah and then we're gonna make fun of each other roast each other a little bit <laughs> talk about how shitty the economy is right now Possible recession, World War Three. Yeah. Is it gonna yeah. happen? It's probably gonna happen. Dude, that nuclear war stuff's crazy. Yeah, I know. I don't believe anything that man Biden says. Not gonna lie. I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't think he understands what he even says sometimes. I mean, dude, he I, doesn't even know his own front lawn. I know. Like, <laughs> I saw, he doesn't even like. He gets lost all the time walking around his house. Like that's crazy. I, I know. It's like I saw. I saw a TikTok. I don't get my information from like Joe Biden specifically, but I've seen, been seeing like a lot of ramping up on this whole nuclear stuff. Like, there's this one Russian sub apparently, like submarine that they that they deployed and apparently like it's never left the harbor like you know the united states has like satellites on it mm -hmm. uh and basically it 
it like left the harbor like two weeks ago oh, and wow. it has like it has a lot of russia's like nuclear arsenal like in it so it left russia's harbor two weeks ago yeah, yeah about two weeks ago i don't really know i don't even know if this is accurate so don't quote me on this shit i don't know but i like, hope not yeah and before like these last two days where like biden started talking like i've been seeing a lot of like pressure on like the whole nuclear stuff but i don't know it's crazy yeah, yeah. well let's uh let's get into it let's, let's get, get into, into black edge a little yeah. bit more yeah so you guys are probably wondering like okay well these guys are like black edge is a fucking got, bomb you guys have said black edge like four times but we haven't even explained what the fuck black edge is <laughs> so, black edge is a nuclear arsenal <laughs> <laughs> black edge is the boat that russia launched from their harbor two weeks ago <laughs> Oh, okay. So basically, guys, we're losing them. We got to talk about Black Edge. (laughs) Okay. So basically, so Donish was like, we're going to bring Wall Street technology to Main Street. So like, what does that mean? So essentially, like, this is a problem that we had both since we were both investing in the stock market and same with Sully and a lot of our friends. But, you know, one of the like the main, like the main struggles that we had we're like, well, we just don't know when the prices are going to go up or down. Like, what the, f- like, and nobody really knows when prices are going to go up or down, right? Like, that's the, that's the big, big challenge that, like, everybody has. Like, if only you could know when the prices are going to go it's, up or down. It's more, it's more of this, it's more of so, like, you know, trends kind of have, have, like, they're historical, right? And, yeah, right. They're historical. Like, yeah. they're, they're patterns. Yeah. And, like, that's what, I mean... People that understand that, they take advantage of that, and they're very wealthy and successful, but most people don't, like, understand that concept and yeah. stuff. So, like, you see, you know, the ups and downs when you look at a stock chart, yeah. and it's like, how do I know when it's going to go up or when it's going to go down? So, basically, Donish being a data scientist here, he built a model back in 2018 on Thinkorswim, actually, which is TD Ameritrade's super complicated trading platform that I, I personally use and love. Um, and uh, it, essentially, it, predi- it, it predicts these trends, the price trends in the, in, in every, you know, in every stock, essentially stock ETF, um, uh, ADR warrant, all those different equities. But basically it tells you like it produces signals up and up signals down uh, or up arrows, which are buy signals, down arrows, which are sell signals. And it produces these chart signals that tell you, or that basically show you what the predicted price action is going to be right after that signal. And so we took that model, we built an app around it, and we said, well, there's nothing out there that currently does this as easily as we're, we've designed it, you know? Because, um, like, when we, when we were going through the idea maze and we were, ta- we were looking at other competitors and, you know, okay, who else is doing this? You know, the first time you get an idea, you're like, all right, who else is doing this? We, we saw that there was nobody else that was doing this as easily and, like, what's it called? intuitively as like we had imagined it in our brain so that's why yeah. we were like okay well we need to like i mean we need to hop on this now mo- and actually most, make this thing and make, make this thing a reality most of all i feel like when we came up with the idea of black hedge like i think we came up the i came up with the idea like for ourselves right, right exactly 100 like, like i i personally wanted a tool where i just know when to buy and sell a stock and I wanted it on my phone, and I wanted it readily accessible where I could, like, execute the trades directly on my phone. And, yeah, like, when we were experimenting with, like, TD Ameritrade's Thinkorswim, you know, uh, like, they did that, but even at, like, a very, very fucking complex compa- uh, capacity. But not and just that. Their platform is, like, it's hard to, to it's, it's hard to use for beginner investors. Yeah, exactly. And you know? so, so. And that strays away a lot of people. Yeah, and, it, yeah. Wasn't, and yeah. It, it wasn't even just me, but, like, even the early ideas of, like, market validation, right? is like I was like asking my friends like they were just like I would tell them about the strategy that we had on Thinkorswim and a lot of them were just like oh shit you got to build an app you got to do this like can you just 
people people would come to me and be like, can you just take my money and can you invest it for me? Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck no. <laughs> like, you know? So I was like, all right, let me like be in like very involved in tech as I am. Uh, you know, at that time I was working at a very young startup. Uh, I like, I was like, oh shit, like, you know what? Let, let me just do this myself and let me like build a whole product out of it. Let me build a whole company, let, let us build a whole company out yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I was, me and Mahmoud would like bounce this idea across one another all the time, you know? And this is actually when you started like making frequent trips to Jacksonville because you started going to UNF. Yeah. And I was there when they started talking about it, like the first conversation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I think like we were still at your Riverside apartment. Like yeah. the one time I yeah, made yeah. fried chicken. We never, we never solidified the idea until it's good fried chicken. Yeah, it was pretty, <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, it made my place smell like shit though. Like <laughs> all that peanut oil. <laughs> but um, no, I think we 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 started talking about it at that Riverside apartment, and then we solidified the idea um, at the AC Skinner apartment. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when like uh, one of our friends Rothanat came over and like we just like bounced like v1 v2 v3 all like right there the ac skinner apartment was when like i would every, anytime i would come over i'd have like new like legal docs that i, I like we need to sign yeah that was funny like our <laughs> like articles of incorporation all that shit so that the timeline if you're looking at the timeline like the ac skinner apartment was when like we started like you know do, doing like the legal setup yeah, because I would basically come to him and be like, "Here, sign here, sign here, but sign the, here." But the idea came before that. So before that, so for, for yeah. everybody listening and watching, like the, the timeline is more like we came up with the idea early, like late 2020, and we like incorporated and like built like Black Hedge and incorporated like February 2021. Uh, and when we're pitching to investors, we usually tell them just like February 2021. Yeah, we like say like we started. we started working on it. We incorporated in April 2021, but we started really oh, working sure. on the idea. Yeah. yeah, we started working on the idea around like February. And this like coincided like uh, right after the um, like the whole GameStop AMC oh, thing yeah, happened, sure. you know. Yeah. And so like there was a huge flood of like retail investors into the market. People just started to, you know, investing in, in stocks, you know, because AMC and GameStop just shot up and they saw you know, these random people just becoming, like, millionaires or, like, 100,000 well, like, overnight. Well, that also, like, sparked the idea for you guys. Yeah, it kind of sparked the idea because, like, we saw, like, it was, no, like, no, no, a... No, no. I mean, it kind of did. It didn't, it didn't spark the idea. It just motivated it just, us yeah. even yeah. more to, like, chase after that idea. Yeah, yeah, like, let me let me reword it. It didn't spark the idea, but it, it, it basically, it, like, it showed us a new, like, user behavior that we saw that would uh, kind of be, like further enabled by Black Edge. Mm -hmm. The idea came about like around the time the pandemic hit, which was like a year prior. Yeah. Um, and we were just like, oh, let's like, let's like, like figure something out to buy the dip. Because I remember when the pandemic hit in like March, 2020, mm -hmm. right? Everyone was just like, oh shit, like, you know, buy the dip. Like stock market is about to crash. Yeah. Stock market is about to crash. And it kind of did. Like Tesla went down. Like a lot of other everything, companies. Everything, everything pretty down. much went pretty down. Much, yeah. But like that was like a premature market reaction because people didn't actually think that the market would continue to like mm -hmm. exceed. And it did. And like it, things started going back up. Because it was, yeah, it was because of the shutdown. Like, yeah. Right? And when things started going back up, that's when like that's those strategies that we built in uh, uh Thinkorswim, that's yeah. when they started going real great. Like, we got mm. some great buy signals because yeah. things started going back up after that, like, that that premature market reaction. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, going back to, like, what the app really is, right? Mm -hmm. Other than just ha producing buy, like, buy and sell signals, what right. else, like, does the app really do? Uh, that's, me, uh, that's about, about it. it. <laughs> no, it, it shows I mean, the company. I mean, I yeah, mean, I mean, it's it's like so. Okay, so basically, like, think of it this way: like, we we combine the simplicity of Robinhood, 
because Robinhood really made it makes it very easy for like people who have never invested in the stock market to like download the app, sign up, create a brokerage account, and then just like buy buy and sell stocks. So it combines the simplicity of Robinhood with the like the the the, the intelligence of a very like high-tech AI predictive model or uh, some some tools that are uh, leveraged by like TD Ameritrade or Thinkorswim or Interactive Brokers. You know, it, it basically combines like very, like simplicity and complexity into one um, to kind of bridge that like the knowledge gap that is needed yeah. by like, so, so new investors. So it's really based on like your technical analysis, right? But yeah, it's basically yeah. all technical analysis because like, I mean, obviously, you know, we, uh, we provide the fundamentals. You, you know, you can look at the uh, uh, the company information you you basically you click on a stock page you see what the company does you see what sector they're in mm-hmm. when they IPO'd you know how many employees they have you get an idea of what the company does and then you get like a market overview their stats you know the 52 week high 52 week low and then you you know we we present you the finance financials so people that do like doing financial uh, fundamental analysis we have the tools for you to do that and we're continuing to build out the tools but ultimately like the flagship feature are those signals, those chart signals that mm-hmm. you can see embedded on the chart that come up live, you know? Yeah. yeah. And some of the some of the other features um, is like you get constant notifications anytime those trend reversal signals pop up. Yeah. So like if I go from a buy signal to a sell signal, um, I'll be notified. Like I, I, I'll be in the middle of, I don't know, cooking or like, I don't know, taking a shit or something, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll get a notification. Probably taking a shit. Probably taking a shit. <laughs> I take a lot of shit. So okay. <laughs> just, Every time I call you, you're like, hold up, I'm taking a shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Five minutes, I'm taking a shit. Yeah. yeah um, I've actually taken some of our meetings while uh, On the toilet? Shit. Yeah. No way. Yeah, but I just keep it on my phone. Wh- like, which one recently? Recent meetings. Which one, which most recent meeting was on, was the on the toilet. shitter? <laughs> Dude, I can't remember. It was in the bathroom office. I mean, if my if my camera's off, I'm yeah. probably on the toilet. <laughs> like your camera's usually always off, bro. <laughs> that says it. I mean, if if I'm sitting at my desk, I always have my camera on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. But that's uh, God damn. Yeah. Um, you got the. You got. You got to. You got. You got to get the. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about my GI issues in another episode. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's episode two. Donish's GI issues. <laughs> Um, shit, what were we talking about? Uh, oh, notifications. Oh, so notifications, yeah. right? So I'll be in the middle of doing something, and basically I'll get a notification that says, hey, uh, there's a buy signal for Apple on the five-day chart. So we have four different charts. We have one year, 180 days, 20 days, and five days, right? Uh, the one year and 180 days is mostly for, like, the long-term traders. Uh, the 20 days and five days are for the short-term traders. I've personally found more success on the five-day chart. I only use the five-day chart, no other chart, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I turn on, every, anytime I like a stock, I turn on the notifications for the five days. So um, I basically go on there, I, I get a notification for Apple, and then I'll go into Robinhood or like a companion app. Uh, uh, like Black, Black Hedge is a companion app to Robinhood, that's what we would like to say. Yeah. Uh, for now, for now, for now. <laughs> but, <laughs> for now. Um, but yeah, so basically uh, I'll just go in and I'll execute a trade really quickly, right? It takes me less than 20 seconds, I would say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have only, ex- like me personally, I've, I only execute maybe like two, three trades a week, right? And I'm still able to like have great returns yeah. on, my, on my personal portfolio without spending any, I'm, I'm, I guarantee you like any time on any sort of research. Mm-hmm. I simply look at the stocks that the app recommends. You know, we've built a very intuitive engine to like show you what stocks to buy into. 
Um, so yeah, that's all I listen to, and I've had great success in that. Yeah, for the most part, like whenever I use an app, I just look at the, <coughs> at like the top, or I look at the signals, but then I just scroll down and just look at their assets and their liabilities and whatever, and just yeah. like, you know, do my my basic fundamental analysis, mm-hmm. and then it's like the assets are are there and it just make sure they're not bankrupt (laughs) exactly and then i'll be like okay well yeah like this investment makes perfect sense for me to go yeah and like oh sorry sorry go ahead yeah but like other than that i really don't do much and like honestly every other time that i've invested in the stock market before black edge i've lost like you lost money money. (laughs) yeah it's because it's it's literally it's impossible to know when prices are going up or down so having having a very strong model helps you a lot can i can i talk about my linkedin post um no 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 not my twitter post not even twitter all right. Your MySpace so, post, yeah, go for it. I'm going to talk about it anyway. All right, go for it. I'm, gonna, I'm, just, I'm just fucking we, with we can, we can turn this into a marketing clip. I'm, just I'm going to look right at the camera while I say this. But So I downloaded, when I, when I got the first release of our app back in July, I opened a Robinhood account for about 100, and I put in about 100 bucks into it. Um, exactly 84 days later, I'm up 120%, and I turned $100 into $220. So that just proves to show that, like, and I, and I only used Black Hedge and Robinhood to execute my trades, but mostly mm-hmm. Black Hedge for all my research, for all my signals. Um, and and like I said before, I was only putting like maybe one or two uh, positions, like one or two trades a week. Yeah, like pe- people ask us like if we trade using our app and like uh, we, we used to, I remember like in... in um, in 2021, I used to I used to trade on Thinkorswim using our, our model. Yeah. I used to do it all the time, and I was up. There's a story how how I basically lost 250 thousand dollars, which is definitely a good story for episode two. 250 thousand dollars. Basically 250 thousand. He missed like the opportunity. The opportunity. I didn't actually like lose that money, but I say that because that's what it feels I was like. like. You're living right now. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I. Missed- Shit, where's that investment money? Oh my God. So anyway, um, what was I saying? Yeah. So like in 2020, I, I, or 2021 last year, before we came, before we launched the mobile app, like I, I used to do the model, uh, I used to invest using the model and, uh, at its peak, because obviously the market started, uh, started showing some bearish signals towards the end of 2021 before I completely like just cashed out everything, which is kind of a smart move by my end, which I'm pretty proud of, but I was using them. I was using the model to trade and I was up pretty, uh, about 76%, which is really good. But People always ask us like, "Yo, do you use the do you use the app like to, to invest yourself?" And I'm like, "I do," but like they don't realize like how busy we are like during the day, like because you know you say like I only do like one to three trades a day because like we're both like and which is ba- or one to three trades a, a trades a week, which is kind of like the same boat that I'm in because yeah. like we're just constantly slammed in meetings and like yeah. we just have like a laundry list of tasks to yeah, do every fucking day, which I, is like the, the I, startup life. You know? I, I I don't have the time to like keep up with my portfolio that's why we built black hedge mm-hmm. yeah i was like that's why we built this app is because we don't have time to keep up with our portfolios yeah. when we were working our own jobs even when we're working this job we don't have the time and on top of that like i mean i wake up at like 12 every single day because i'm up to like 3 a.m 4 a.m every night um even like this morning we were just talking about this before but for all of you listening uh basically i i sent in our discord last night like a stock I don't even also, know. Also, join our Discord. For yeah, join our Discord for, <laughs> for a lot of these signals. So I, I, I sent a screenshot and said, I'm buying this tomorrow morning, right? Uh, I forget the name of the app. And your brother commented on it. He's like, oh, this is a good signal. That's what he said <laughs> on it. And then I was like, God, I want to know if he actually bought into it. But okay, anyways, this morning, I woke up really late. I woke up around 12. 
and I immediately opened up Robinhood because I forgot to put in the trade, and it was up 46%. Oh. That's Dude, that 46%. That stings. Yeah, it was horrible, bro. I could have made an easy, like, couple hundred bucks right yeah. there. He could have paid off his debt. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, that was... That, that was rough. Um, which which one was it again? Shit, it's actually so interestingly enough. It's like if I mean you guys probably are going to be listening to this a lot later, but it's the second stock on our recent buy signal list. It's oh, called yeah, yeah. it's called the AGFY. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, that. Oh yeah, God, went this crazy. one it went crazy. Like so, we caught the buy signal. I actually didn't buy it at the buy signal, or mm-hmm. I had no intention buying it after the buy signal. So I just thought it was going to go up. We should put like the, post a screenshot of this. Yeah, I, yeah. So uh, we got a signal at 9.45 on the 12th at 59, at 59 cents, and right now it's at a dollar or something. $1.33. How does the app work when it comes to like generating recent buys? And it's like, like, like the recent buy list and the recent sell list. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we just... We just scan all equities, uh, all the 12,000 equities that we have. Um, we, I mean, we're constantly running the models on them. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just scan whichever one recently had a buy signal, and then we just sort that list by volume descending. Yeah. So, uh, so like the most, po- I mean, like usually like things that have like volume descending, like if we're, if we, if you see a buy signal and then if you see a high volume on that buy signal, you tend to be like, oh shit, like there's like a bit major hedge fund or a couple other hedge funds that are putting yeah. a lot of institutional fucking positions have been yeah, opened and they're that putting stock, a lot yeah. like somebody knows something about like the stock that we don't, right? Yeah. Like something got FDA approval or something like that. And our app catches those. Yeah. 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 And it's so yeah, so we so we decided to sort them by volume. So when you go to the recent buy signals. And you can filter it by like whichever chart you like, whichever chart interval. So like, if you're a long-term trader and you're you know you're trading on the one-year chart, 180-day chart, which is six months, you know but, you basically buy and hold for uh, a couple months or whatever. But here you can sort it by the the interval yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but um, uh, some <clears throat> advice for our users, I would say, is uh, leave the settings for the recent buy signals on the one-year chart. That's where I've personally found the most success, mm-hmm. but I trade on the five-day chart, if right, that makes right. sense. Does that make sense? <clears throat> so <clears throat> it, does, it doesn't make sense because the one-year signal, basically the, the signal, the buy signal at the one-year chart indicates a, a stronger trend, okay. upward trend. Yeah. Yeah. You know? so, but, then yeah. I tra- but then I navigate to the five-day chart, yeah. and that's what <laughs> I trade on. Gotcha. But like with, your, like with all, most of your trades, you're probably doing them as like day trades, right? Or yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, I, yeah. I buy and sell within the day yeah. or like usually like me, like what I'll do is like, I'll, I'll set myself like, uh, this is just and like my, and, and like, honestly, that's, that's a really important note to take because there's different investing strategies. Right. Yeah. So like, it's, I mean like that, that's something we need to put out there. Like, I yeah. Mean, you know, like there's long-term traders and then there's short-term traders yeah. and there's medium-term traders. Right. 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 So, yeah. but like the thing is like, I don't even consider like if you're a short-term trader on Black Hedge, you're not even a you're not considered a day trader. I'm not a great day a trader. Day, and so the the official definition of a day trader is somebody who buys and like enters and exits a position mm-hmm. in one day four times. So basically, you buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell four different positions yeah. in one day. Wow. That's that's the definition of a of a, of a day trader. Robin Robin Hood. I didn't know that. Robin so, yeah. Robin Hood caps me at like four trades. 
without like it, yeah so they they have there's like pattern day trading rules that all these brokerage apps have which is like because if, if you're day trading so like the way brokerages work most brokerages work is that when you buy uh like when you enter into position um or or when you exit a position there's a settlement period so like the there's the settlement period is usually like one to three days mm -hmm. usually closer to like closer to three days mm -hmm. so you have to settle that money right mm -hmm. so pattern day traders if you're buying and selling in one day you're you're not like waiting for that to settle. So oftentimes day traders they they trade on margin, which is like kind of like debt. You know, you're borrowing money to like buy and sell. Yeah. And so like like Robinhood and other brokerage apps, they have pattern day trading rules where it's where they if you if your account is less than twenty five thousand, um, uh, and you're not trading on margin, <clears throat> you can only execute a certain amount of trades, which is like, I think it is four. Yeah, yeah. it's four. It is four, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's four in general. It's four in general. Yeah. yeah. But is that just with Robinhood or is that with It's that like, group? I think that's most brokerages. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so I actually, wait, sorry, sorry. To go back, because I, I realized that I made a mistake in describing a day trader. <clears throat> the four, like the, the, the four that I said, like if you do it four times, that's the pattern day trading rule. But a day trader in general, just somebody, like a day trade is just a position that's entered and exited in one day. Yeah. So there's not like a, an official definition for a day trader other than that. Yeah. But the four, the four positions, that's like the, the pattern day trading rule that I was talking about. So, so my bad. It just made me think of something. I feel really bad. You know, an interesting fact is like, I feel really bad for my hedge fund friends because um, they have to like hold their stocks. They have to hold their positions for at least 30 days. Yeah. So like they can trade all they want for the company that they work for, yeah. but in their own personal portfolios, they have to hold that shit for 30 days. So they were like, that's why like I told them, I was like, hey, can you download my app? Like check it out. Tell me what you think. And they were just like, no, we can't, because even if we download it, we can't even use it. I was like, why? And they're like, oh, oh we got. Sucks. Yeah, they have to they have to hold that shit. Because it's for like, 30 yeah, because because it's like even, insider trading. Even right? even That's... even Shamik and Shamik is not even a tr he doesn't do anything with trading. He does he does like the data science. But he still works at a hedge funds. So yeah, he has access so to so insider information. Yeah, and like he he has to hold his stocks for thirty days, which is like I feel so bad, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, thirty days. Like, what what if you buy a stock and it just starts fucking dipping like crazy? So, so and you, you just have to hold on and like for 30 days and you just lost like half your money I mean, because you have to wait for 30 days. I mean, aren't they like just like investing like safe, safe trades then at that point? Like Apple and Amazon and stuff like that more, more so instead of like small. Yeah, they're probably, they're know? probably like doing uh, companies. Damn, bro, are you just breathing in the mic? <laughs> 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 oh, I didn't even realize that, dude. <laughs> Bro, we can we can we can cut it out. We can we can no, edit we it in post. No, uh, you know what we should cut out though? What? Do you notice that he's like fucking clearing his throat every like two seconds? I know. I'm trying Is to it... move the mic though, so I can. <clears throat> but I don't know if I'm, if if it's catching it. Yeah, but when you're talking, you do it like <clears throat> mid talk, and then I, I do. Like, well, yeah. damn. It's okay. Damn. This luck, the the coffee is not working. La Colombe coffee. You need is not like working. you need like some you need to drink something hot. You need to like clear your throat with something hot. <laughs> anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Um. Shit. What were we talking about? God, uh, I have short term memory loss. Your, your, your hedge, hedge fund, fund friends. Your hedge fund friends and their trades. Yeah, I was done with that. No, Pretty. but like... <laughs> <laughs> I had I nothing else to say. Trades. Oh, they're safe trades. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like they're good. Yeah, they'll probably invest in like like these stocks that are bound to go up at one point, like over a year, over the course of a year. That's just like slightly better than the S&P 500. Yeah. They probably invest in like Vanguard and shit, but like for their retirement accounts, yeah. right? So it's just like there's not money just sitting in their savings and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, if I was working at a hedge fund, I think I'd get like involved with like, I think I'd invest my money in Republic. 
Republic? Yeah. Like what? what like like the crowdfunding site. The crowdfunding site. I think that's a great idea. For they're like, a private company. They're a private company, but like you could invest in private other private companies. Oh yeah, like you'd Republic. invest in like in the startups yeah, that are yeah, raising on there. Yeah, exactly. I think that's where I'd put my money. Why? Why would you do that? I mean, if I'm making a shit ton of money, I had. Why would you just fund. like? Why would you just in, like? There's other private like platforms, like private investing platforms. Like I'd buy real estate. Yeah, you can invest in real estate. <laughs> you can hit up this guy, or you can invest in like private syndicates on AngelList. Bro, yeah. I need a. I'll I'll come to you when we raise like seed round or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, we have to um, we have to diversify so our assets. I guess we talked about Blockhead. You gave a pretty good synopsis about it. Um, what's I think going it's on synopsis. Synopsis, not synopsis. synopsis. Yeah, Is this synopsis like a like a? Uh, that's like a. It's like a neuron. Yeah, thing, it's right? a neur- it's a uh-huh. neurology. Thing. Let me call my sister real quick. Yo, <laughs> what's a synopsis? She's a doctor. My sister's but a doctor, so what's that's going why. on in our market right now? We're going through a recession, so like, um, bro, there ain't, well, no, there ain't no such thing as a recession with yeah, blackheads. Yeah, there's there's a bear market, man. If you guys haven't noticed, so basically, what's happening is, so inflation was like out of control, right? People's rents were going up like crazy. Freaking iced coffee was like really expensive. Six dollars. I spent I spent six dollars at Starbucks. You're a crackhead for doing that. Just make your own coffee. That's how much blackhead is. It's 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 a cup of coffee for an entire month. Yeah, basically. Uh, But anyway, um, so yeah, so what's it called? So inflation was running uh, rampant, and so the Fed basically decided to do something about it, and so like, how do you like how do you solve inflation? This is for people that have no idea what the fuck is going on. By the way. For those that know what's going on, you can just like skip like there's gonna be a couple minutes. So <laughs> but try basically, to keep it short. I'll try to keep it short, but I wanna explain it to people. Really, that, this like, is like two month old news, by the way. Yeah, I, yeah. I know, but I'm just like if I'm giving the context for like what, what's just, going on. Just follow our Instagram too. I talk yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really fast about it. So you Yeah, to... this this motherfucker's gonna take like thirty minutes. Okay, I'll it. I'll try to do thirty minutes in like two seconds. Yes. All right, let's move on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, so anyway, so basically what the Fed, the Federal Reserve, they're increasing interest rates because when you increase interest rates, the cost of borrowing money goes up. When the cost of borrowing money goes up, the economy slows down because people stop borrowing money to conduct business or to buy assets or to do whatever. Meaning also businesses stop borrowing money because a lot of businesses start, like they borrow money to conduct their business. So overall, when you increase interest rates, the overall economy slows down. But part of like the, the effect that it has on the stock market specifically is that a lot of institutional investors, i.e. Wall Street, because half, like, not not even half, I'm not going to give a number because I'm not really sure, so, like, I don't want to, like, you know, throw out something that's not correct, but, like, a lot of uh, the capital that they invest with is borrowed money. So, a lot of, like, Wall Street, what they do, like, a hedge fund, for example, they would borrow a shit ton of money, which is called getting levered, so they'd get levered up, and then they'd, they'd, they'd invest that into the markets. And so when, the, when interest rates are going up and the cost of borrowing money is going up, basically people stop investing in stocks. Wall Street stops investing in stocks because the return for certain stocks, the risk-adjusted return is the technical term, is very low. And what ends up happening is that they basically move their money from the stock market into, from individual stocks into bonds because the interest rates are going up and the, you know, the bonds have like an interest rate note attached to it. Mm-hmm. So when the interest rates are going up, that means the payout for bonds become better than the payouts for stocks. So that's why Wall Street's like, oh shit, well I can make more money investing in bonds than I can make investing in stocks. So now they start divesting from the stock market into the, into the bond market, essentially. Yeah, like the bond market went crazy last week. Yeah, like so, and it's been going crazy. Like the the bond yields have reached, they've peaked over, they've went over four percent, which is this like 
I think that's uh, the highest amount or the highest number historically since I want to say uh, since like 2000, yeah. yeah, since the early 2000s, something like that. So they're really high. So basically, when all of you know all you know these hedge funds and all of these Wall Street firms, they're moving their money out of the Wall Street, they're selling all their positions. The prices start falling, mm -hmm. so that's kind of why you see all these stocks going down in value. It has nothing to do with like their business model, their business strategy, the quality of their products. Like Apple, their iPhones are still amazing, but like why Pepsi, is their stock going down? Like you Pepsi, know? like I think yesterday or was it well, yesterday? Pepsi went up because yeah, Pepsi went up. They, like, they 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 released their earnings report and it was yeah. it came out much better than anticipated. But damn, y'all gotta stop drinking that shit, man. Pepsi? I don't drink Pepsi. I mean, even though it's I'm talking about I'm talking about. America. Oh, even, stop no, drinking Pepsi. Like, I'm a Dr. Pepper guy, so. Oh, uh, true. You know, Pepsi also like I think they also promote like the the, the football stadiums and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they right? sponsor. They do a lot of like soccer sponsorships. Yeah. I know Messi is sponsored by Pepsi. Yeah. Shout out Messi. He's my favorite player. Made my favorite soccer player. My favorite player of all time. I love him. I love him. I saw him live actually in Madrid. Did you? Yeah. I saw him in Melbourne. I went to spring break in 2020 as like a graduation gift. My dad. That was like right when the pandemic. Yeah, that was. Yeah, literally, that. dude. It was so funny. Okay, let's. Uh, we can talk about this story because it's actually kind of kind of funny. So like, spring. No, it wasn't even spring break. It was yeah, it was spring break. It was like the end of February in 2020, yeah. and like as a preemptive graduation gift, my dad took me and my younger brother to Madrid to watch El Clasico, which is wow. Barcelona versus Real Madrid. And um, this was right when COVID entered Europe. That's when I left Europe. Yeah, when you left Italy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I when I left so, because because this was like when there were about three hundred cases in yeah. Italy, which sounds like a which sounded like a lot at the time. Yeah, it sounded like a lot. And now it's like I remember, and then and then it was on its way to like Spain. Yeah, because like it went from China to Italy. Italy yeah. was the first European country yeah, that yeah, experienced yeah. a lot of cases, and then it was going to Spain, and that's when you went. And yeah, it was just like so. So basically, so like we were there end of February, beginning of March for this game. And, um, and, and so that's how I saw Messi live. But I remember like I was reading the news about COVID. So I was kind of worried, like, as we were going there, I was like, I don't like, I was like, cause you know, we had no idea what it was, but I was like, I mean, shit, people are dying and you know, this is, seems kind of scary. So one of the first things that I wanted to do there was get hand sanitizer. I was like, at least we can just like clean our hands, you know? <laughs> and we could not find hand sanitizer anywhere. We went to like 20 different farmacias and we could not find any hand sanitizer. I'm trying to remember what it is in Spanish. It was like gel antiseptico or whatever, but we couldn't find any hand sanitizers until like the 21st pharmacy we went to, they had hand sanitizer. So like it was all sold out because everybody was like preparing for COVID. That's and then right when we left, um, yeah, it hit, like it, it came to Spain. The whole time, literally on the plane back, I was watching that movie Contagion, the movie Contagion <laughs> with so Matt Damon. I was, I was just watching it. I don't know why. I was literally freaking, it's probably not the best movie to watch when you're like scared of like Scared that you're bringing COVID back to America, right? Because yeah. I literally thought I had it, and can I didn't you, know like how potent it was. I thought I was gonna die. Can you not play with the wire? God damn it, dude! You just ruined the fun, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got you. Is it ruining the output? No, I just, I just like don't want to risk the static noise coming back again. All okay, right. I got you. I got so you. So let's turn back to um, just the market. The markets, yeah. yeah. So with can, can can I say something real quick? Yeah. I like. I consider myself a successful trader on Black Hedge, wouldn't you guys? Yeah. Yeah, you doubled your portfolio in less than three months. I would say so. I mean, I, I, didn't, I haven't put that. What's up? They're both black. They're both black? Yeah. What the hell? Can you, like, tap the on camera? On button? No, no, yeah. like, it's like, you know the... On, on the top. On the top. There's something... Oh, this one? Yeah, yeah, one? yeah. Is it on? Yeah, but it's not... It's, there's no recording. Uh, okay, I got it. Let's take a... Let's take let's an take intermission. 
Okay, you want to pause that? I got to take a piss anyway. We are ready. Are we back? Is it recording? Oh, yeah, yeah it's yeah, recording. Right. Sorry, we had some technical difficulties, guys, guys and gals. Again. All right, so what I was talking about was, um, yeah, so I consider myself a pretty good trader on Black Hedge, a successful trader in general. Yeah, you doubled your portfolio in yeah. less than three months. So that being said, all this market news that y'all talk about, I have no idea what's going on. Like yeah. me personally. Like, you're blind like, to it, like yeah. your your posts are the stuff that keeps me informed, to be honest. Oh nice. But like I I I take away all the market noise, all the economy noise, and I just listen to the models and I've and, and they've helped me. Yeah. And I'm not even saying that because I'm biased towards our technology. I'm saying that like just because you don't you don't really give two shits of what's happening in the world. You just I mean, it's not it. even that. It's like I trust. I feel like I mean, I trust. Yeah. I trust the math behind yeah. what we've built. I think that's like, and that and that's a that's something to say about any source of investments too, right? People are always gonna say shit, but data doesn't lie. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Exactly. And, but I feel like we have to point out though the the fact that there's always going to be volatility in the stock market. What does that mean? Like volatility means it's there's always going to be up and down. Because, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's high frequency trading and there's a lot of these other really like complicated like mechanisms going on that there's always going to be, you know, transactions happening. And so like because of that, our model is, is able to constantly or not constantly, continually pr predict, you know, mm -hmm. trends. So the, the buy signals are still indicating, you know, price is going to go up. Sell signals still indicating price are going to go down. Like, even though overall there's like a bear market. So like if you zoom out of the graph, everything is sloping downwards. Mm -hmm. But there's still those like small, you know, like up and downs. But it's just happening, yeah. you know, in a downward slope. Yeah. What, what was that thing that you talked about in one of the uh, Instagram posts? Or I don't know if it was an Instagram post or not, but you were basically mentioning something about like even though you're in a bear market or was it Danny Devon? Danny Devon was talking about yeah. it. Well, even though you're in a bear market, there will always be a point where like, like it's oh, like people like taking breaks and stuff. Yeah. Exactly, oh, like yeah. people people taking breaks and like you know you will you will see some sudden shift in the market where like a bunch of stuff. It's kind of racist up. though. I know Danny Devon's a sort of brown dude, but I'm Samoan. What? Okay. <laughs> he's he's saying he's saying I was. No, mistaking in him <laughs> with uh, another Danny brown dude. oh but that's not true it's like <laughs> is I he actually brown I no no i have it's just i have two sources of of stock news him <laughs> our this, instagram page and Danny I, our instagram page and danny but if you guys don't dude, know you're really living under a rock it, yeah i know if you guys don't know <laughs> those are unreliable sources <laughs> if you, if you, so, wait no if you get, if you, i'm reliable dude you're getting there okay <laughs> so if you guys don't know who Danny Devon is, he's like some stock market guru. Yeah, he's like he has, awesome. Yeah, he has a he has like a Discord channel that I'm a part of and everything. I he's, think now I joined it when it was like free, but now I think you have to pay to get in there. Ooh. Ours is free, but ours is free. Yeah. But are we gonna pay wallet? I don't know. Maybe we might. Should if we, we if we like huh? if we just focus should we pay wallet or we, Discord? Paywall. Yeah. What do you mean? Like like, like start charging people to get in? Yeah. Yeah. Not right now. Okay. Yeah. Like, let, All right. Like, let, let, let's see what our, uh, our users, if they start getting some value out of it, uh -huh. and we get a lot of people coming in. Fuck. If you, if you just listened to what I said last night, you would have gotten a lot of value out of it today. 24% return. I, I want to text your brother and see if he actually like bought into that yeah. shit. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, we don't have to. Yeah, we can. But, I mean, honestly, like, like one of my trades, I, I don't really trade very frequently because I'm always running around. So, like, and I get notifications all the time, but I'm also broke right now, so I'm trying to work that out. Um, but Same. I've been up, like, 7% in, like, the past, like, three days. That's great. Which is, wow. which is awesome. That's great. You know? like, I mean, that's typically what the S&P 500 will get you in a, in a whole year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so, we can we yeah. talk about trades all day long, but I think I think y'all have some points that you guys want to run through. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we only we only have about fifteen more minutes here, so let's let's kind of let's see. I mean, we basically talked about everything. Yeah, we're so talk it's, about. Not, it's not even a good time to even invest, if even in a bear market. So I think you made your point on that. What about yeah. you, Mahmoud? About what? Is now even a good time to even invest in the stock market? Yeah, like it just. It dep- how, how would you take advantage of it? So here's what I, how I would take advantage of it. It just depends on like what your <clears throat> what your investment horizon is. Like if you're the type of investor that like, you know, buys a stock and just kind of forgets that they bought it and they, you know, eventually sell it after like three or six months. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe you shouldn't do that, right? or maybe you shouldn't do like that, you know, because everything is like I said trending downwards. But if you're a more if you're more a freak if you're more of a frequent trader like a swing trader or you know a day trader whatever you want to call it yeah there are you know there are profits to be scalped that's like a term that like traders use is profit scalping which is like I mean, taking advantage of like very small like price differentials I mean, let me let me let me go back to your first point that first example that you said yeah. is like uh, the trader that forgets about like enters a position and just fucking forgets about it yeah um, like that's exactly what I was. And yeah. I think that's what a lot of previous black hedge users were. Mm-hmm. It's like they would enter into trades and just forget about it. Yeah. I think you did that too a lot of times. It's I like, mean, yeah, there was some stocks that I forget, like something that I forgot that I bought. You but know? that's, that's, that's the purpose of the app. Right, exactly. The purpose of the app is like, you know, we will tell you when to fucking sell. Like I yeah. got, like last week I traded an Oxy. I had a buy signal for five straight days. Mm-hmm. And then Saudi announced that whole shit. I didn't even I didn't even hear about the Saudi stuff until I got the sell signal. I got the sell signal on Oxy, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I pulled out of it immediately. And then I go on the news, and I was like, I was curious why that sell signal yeah. came because oil is doing great right now. Yeah, oil was doing amazing for a long time. So I was like, I I knew this had to be news related. So I go and I look at Saudi, and I'm just like, "Oh damn, that's crazy." Yeah, fuck. So the, the sell signal basically was triggered right after the Saudi news came out, and it it caught basically it caught it before it dipped. Yeah, That's we also caught that happened. Twitter spike a couple weeks ago. Yeah, when I Elon. Have a screenshot of that too. Yeah, I have a screenshot of it. Uh, yeah, it's we got... funny, man. Our our model catches a lot of things that end up getting announced in in the news a couple days later, because, you know, you know, you know, what's funny and something that I I realized is that like, um, it's kind of proof that like insider information exists. Yeah. Because our model basically what it does is it sees like it sees all the technical indicators and it sees these trends starting to build up based off of like uh, uh, trades that are happening behind the scenes. Right. And, uh, and then it once it, and it sees a lot of, you know, these, these trades happening and then it, it basically, it pushes out like a buy that's, signal. That's... And like what ends up happening is that like we hear about something big like Twitter or, or Saudi uh, with the oil thing. And then we go back to that chart and you see like the buy signal or the sell signal like a few days before it yeah so like that's like i mean it's a it's indication that our that our model works but b is indicate it's also another indication that like inside insider trading really could, exists could exist it definitely I mean, exists it de- yeah, yeah it definitely, definitely exists, exists. But like, everybody knows it but like, exists but, but like i think i think that's also a very scary thing that like black hedge is like like doing is like why, you is, know, that a, why is that scary I mean, it's, not, it's not a scary thing it's just like it's sad like 
I know, but like, that, like something as illegal as insider trading. I mean, I know you there's can't. There's like, nothing. There's you can no do way. About yeah, it. there's nothing you can do about there's it. There's like, nothing you can do about but it. But it's just sad that like Wall Street for the longest time has been profiting off of like that type of shit. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. as soon as soon as like one person does it, that's like not in Wall Street. Like oh, fucking, they go crazy. All, all hell breaks loose yeah. on that person. Yeah, you know that's that's the sad part in my opinion. Is yeah. like and that's and but like what we do isn't insider trading. It's artificial intelligence we are wrapping up a brain of like some wall street analyst and putting it into an app for everybody to use pretty much that's yeah. all we're doing yeah. that should be that should be the intro yeah. that should. <laughs> that's, that's a very I really good like that like the entire thing of the like, yeah we were like like the insider trading aspect yeah like we so no. we were whiteboarding yesterday at our at, goosebumps at, <laughs> yeah like it was funny because we were talking about this yesterday like at, at our at our office like we were whiteboarding it and we were basically like we wrote down two columns like wall street main street and under wall street it was <clears throat> what were the things that we put it was, it was like it was it, the top thing was analysts right and, uh, the the hedge fund analysts a lot of or analysts whatever. like payroll you know and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and then the second thing was a lot of expensive data right mm-hmm. like a lot of like bloomberg's data costs like if you want access to their platform it's like thirty thousand dollars a month or thirty thousand yeah. dollars a year really? i don't remember yeah it's very expensive super yeah. expensive only like only institutions can actually and then what else is there quants uh quant quantitative traders and then uh like uh what's the other fi- like people that Fourth are based thing. on um fundamental, fundamental analysis it was like it was so like you have, you have fundamental traders and you have quantitative it's traders. fundamentals quants fuck ton of analysts and lots of expensive data yeah and so basically so Basically, our offering is that, like, the person that consumes all that information is are those analysts, right? They they consume uh, like quantitative data, fundamental data, and all that really expensive insider trading data. You know, um, so take all that into account, put it into an analyst, and that's how hedge funds create their success. How does Black Hedge create their success? We Wrap, we, we take the quantitative aspect of it, we take the quantitative aspect of it, we take the fundamental aspect of stocks and then or the markets, and then we also don't really have access to the really expensive data yet, but we hope mm-hmm. to grab that. And then we all feed it into an AI, or we feed it into a, like a, a proper like artificial intelligent model, we wrap it up, and we tell it to make its decisions. We're just like, when do you think a buy and signal, a sell signal is going to happen? And that's how black hedge works yeah and so basically it eliminates all those all that stuff and all the overhead all that, that like hedge funds uh incur yeah. and it you know it distills into like an app that people can download for free you know so yeah it's it's pretty cool like that's yeah. that's the whole that's the whole premise of it essentially. so how long have you how long has black hedge been launched into the app store so we launched it in the at the end of july early august that but was that like first, first i remember that first week it was like one week of just bugs. Yeah. Like, I don't even count that as like our launch. That day. first week of launch. Oh my God. We tell so much going when, on. When we're pitching, we tell investors like August 1st, really. Yeah. Uh, Cause that was like the first week we had like minimal bugs, but like yeah. the app was still working. People were able to log in and everything. Yeah, Cause it was like, it was soft launch at the late, the end, end of July. And it was like hard launch at the beginning of August. So yeah. we just say we've yeah. been launched since August. But we, we, me, he and I got the first working version, probably like mid July is yeah. like when we got the first working version. So what would you say to people who download the app? And um, kind of just like don't really use it. How would you okay. prioritize that? <clears throat> Great question. So there's probably a lot of people out there. So this is this is like the the guide. I'm not a registered financial advisor. None of us are. Read the read the disclaimer Black in the description. In. By the way, but if you downloaded the app, just 
download it, make an account, and just do do the one month free trial. All right. It's if you don't like it, literally just cancel it. But just do the one month free trial because if you do, if you skip it and you get the free version, we're You're changing not. we're changing it up. And this is actually going to be a big thing. Uh, but yeah, we're not going to talk about it now. now. <laughs> but like just for now, if you're going to download it today, which is October 14th, 2022, download it, sign up, make an account, do the whole thing, and then go on the recent buy signals and then set your filters to one year and click on the, the stocks. You can set stocks and ETFs or just stocks or just ETFs. By default, it's on one year. <clears throat> it is. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So just look at the recent buy signals. And just click on the first one and just go through that list, right? And click on it and look at all the up arrows on the one-year chart and on the five-day chart, whatever interval you trade on. And also and also do a little bit of due diligence on the company. Like, you know, if it's a biopharmaceutical company, those are usually like safe bets. If you're looking at um, some other stuff, like, I don't know, like like EV companies, those are usually safe bets as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, look at the, look at like, yeah, the sector that it's in, read what they're doing, like what that company is. Uh, look at the trading volume of that company, look at their financials if you really understand that, and then look at the news. All of that, which is, like all of that, which we you, we provide, like you can find on the app. You just scroll a little bit down. You guys wanna know what I do? What you do? I, he, does, he doesn't do any of that. I, do, I, don't do, I don't do any of that. I Which is why we're not registered financial advisors. <laughs> I, I, I read the description, yeah. and that's, that's the furthest I go down. If you go more down, you'll see like the financials, all the stuff that he talked about. I like the other kind of financials. Yeah, I, I only look at... Is everything good? Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I only look at the description of the company, what it's like, what it does, uh, and that's it. Actually, I, saw, I, I made a lot of money on this one company that's like solving the GI oh, disease yeah, yeah, that yeah, I yeah. have. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. They're, they're solving like ulcerative colitis, which is what I have, which yeah. we'll talk about later. It's called a personal investment. Yeah. So it was a personal investment. <laughs> Made a fuck ton of money on it. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like, he was like, if I buy their stock, they can make more money. They're able to make a, you know, come up with a solution for my disease. Uh, yeah. yeah. Call that cash over. And then he sells it. He sells it one day later. He's like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually like uh, another thing is like, I, like, if I'm being honest, I don't listen to the sell signals as much as I listen to the buy signals. I'll enter into a position at a buy signal, but not necessarily the sell signal. Like, sometimes, like, I'll be, I'll be like, okay, if I'm up 3%, like, all right, I'm going to trade this. If I'm up, like, 5 and I, if it keeps going up, I'll be like, okay, uh, I'll, I'll wait till 5%. I'll wait till 8%. So I just do, like, small increments. Yeah. But this case with the fucking 40%, man, it I am, stings. It I'm stings. so, I'm, I'm, like, sad. I think mm -hmm. I'm sad. That would have, that would have made such a great, like, post on yeah. linkedin honestly like what i want to get myself great follow into up is actually i think this is like something we can talk about in like episode two or three is how can we use black hedge for like options i don't even know anything about options oh, so i don't yeah. know anything about options so I want, to, I want to like in the next podcast yeah. i want to do my research about options and try to do some trades with that and just talk about like how you can leverage yeah. the signals for options because it does work yeah. for options because yeah. you can go long and you can go short and that applies for stocks so options, this may like this that. may be a difference of opinion but I've heard the options are haram. I don't know about that one, big boss. How so? I don't know. Cause Not it's using like, blackhead because it's affirmative. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I've, I've, heard, I've heard that it's haram. I don't know. I asked one of my Wall Street friends who's also like a hafiz yeah. and like very knowledgeable. And he, he was like, I don't know. But when I asked my dad, he was just like, yeah, it's haram. That like, might be a very like extreme opinion though because yeah, like a lot of people be. are like extremely opinionated 
It could be. And they just, so if you're, they're, they're, they take the approach of like better safe than sorry. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like there are a lot of people, there are a lot of scholars that like that do that. Like they take the option of like better safe than sorry. Yeah. But I mean, even then, I don't know me personally, I don't think I'll ever get into options. I think like I've found success they're, only with like the buys. Yeah. Like just the entries mm-hmm. of the buys and like, I'm fine with that. So the thing with options is that they're, <clears throat> I've and to be completely transparent, I've never traded options either, but I have a lot of friends that do it, um, and I, I just I know the basics, the over level stuff, like you know put options and the call option, all that stuff. Yep. But like the thing with options is that like it's they're obviously they're more complicated than just simply buying and selling stocks, um, and the way like the way contracts work and the terms of the contracts, like you have to take all that into consideration. So you have to learn all those things. So there's a learning curve for sure. But the, the thing with option, the, the, like the good thing about options is that, um, uh, what's it called? Like it's an exponential, it's either an exponential gain or exponential loss because yeah. you're, you're, you're purchasing contracts. So like if you invest like $10 into, an, into a contract, that $10, like let's say it goes, you know, you I don't know, like you sell it before the stri- at the strike price or whatever, like that $10 could turn into a $1,000 gain based off of the, the contract itself. Yeah. Um, I know. We'll like, talk about it more later. Yeah, later I know. Episode, um, for sure. All I know, I know, the other thing I know about options is that there is just as much money to be made on, this, on the sell side than there is on the buy side. On the short side, you mean? Yeah, or? short side yeah, than yeah, on exactly. the buy side. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's just me personally. I don't think I'll ever get into options. Yeah. Um, or, I, or, I'm, honestly speaking, I'm one of those people that doesn't like entering that gray area. I'm yeah. just going to like, I think I'm just going to stick to buying. buying. I, think I'll, I think I'll eventually I'll get into, more into it. I'll look more into like what people think about it, if it's haram or not, and then I'll make my journey into it. Yeah. Um, if it is something that like I'm kind of seeing that like it's pushing more towards like don't yeah. do it, then I won't do it. But we can talk about real estate after that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we could. You know, I think uh, we were tw- trying to get uh, some of my brokers on because my mm-hmm. broker is like a flip king in Panama City. So it'd be interesting to see like stocks versus real estate. You know. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, we just like I think the, a good like a good sort of general theme for this podcast is just not talking not just talking about stocks but yeah. just like anything Any, anything that can make you money at yeah. the end of the day anything that can make you money you know Fucking anything anything that's going on in our personal dealing. lives yeah you know let's bring a, let's bring drug dealers on this one time honestly we should just like watch narcos bring your and plug like, do like the business like <laughs> the business outline of uh, Pablo Escobar Oh, is that Pablo oh, Escobar yeah. is I mean narco, narcos is narcos. about Pablo Escobar narcos Mexico is about What's that homeboy's name? El Chapo. No, it's not. Felix Gallardo. Yeah, Felix Gallardo. And then, and then the the latest season, which is the last season, is about the other guy. Fuck, what's his El name? El Chapo, yeah. No, not El Chapo. It's the other guy that got, like, the face surgery. And then, do you know this? So he got... Armado? Armado. Yeah, Armado. He Amado? got Armado. So, so dude... There's no R. It's just Armado. Okay, Armado. okay, wait, hold on. Narcos, the original Narcos season one and two is about Pablo Escobar. Season three, this is Narcos Colombia. The season three is about the Cali cartel because this is after Pablo Escobar gets killed at the end of season two. Sorry for people who haven't watched haven't Narcos. Okay, well, <laughs> it's real. It's real it's, shit. It's history. We know it's he's dead. History channel, yeah. I thought he went to jail and then he came back out and then he got well, shot. Been, no, that, well, that's El, yeah, he did, but that was different. Is that El Chapo or is that El Chapo's the one that escaped jail, uh, jail twice. Oh. But Narcos Mexico season one and two, because yeah. now they're on season three, I believe. Season one and two is about... Felix Gallardo and yeah. El Chapo is in there, so like you yeah. start hearing yeah, and yeah, seeing yeah. his name. That's like the that's like the 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 
the origin story of El Chapo. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. it's like it's like the origin story of El Chapo, which I really like because yeah. I think it's a very interesting story. But also that means that they're gonna release more seasons because El Chapo's story is is like probably gonna take up like seven seasons. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, season three is it's about like, Amado. It's, not, it's yeah. not even over. That's the thing. Yeah, like he's well, still he's in, alive. He, yeah, but he's in prison now. Yeah, and then it's gonna be his son. His son's yeah, running everything right that's now. True, yeah. Dude, okay. You see that video? Like he got arrested. And then all the shit that happened in Mexico. Yes, they literally just his the whole cartel just started killing innocent people because they're like release El Chapo's son or else we're gonna keep killing people. I I I I, when when all that stuff was happening, I pondered upon a hashtag on Twitter. I clicked the hashtag and I saw so many videos of just like cops getting fucking shot up in the street on Twitter and cops like families too. Twitter's a wild wild west. Like like dude, I I I kid you not. I saw like somebody like get their head blown off with a shotgun. Jeez, can you send send that to me? No, I can't find it. I don't. It was like I, I look. It was like some some. Never mind. I'm it was, like it was some like. It was like I'm it was gonna like, incriminate myself. It was like I mean I'm sure Twitter like took it down, but like it was like it was a hashtag in like Funny Spanish. Right, it was oh, a okay. hashtag in Spanish. I don't know what that word was yeah. or whatever. Well, we're gonna end the the podcast with some Narcos music and. Uh, oh, that'd oh, be good. Yeah. good. So, I love that song. <laughs> Well, we. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I think that's it for right now. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. I think that's all we have for time. Yeah, for thanks for, right for um, thanks for tuning in. For we'll the be... two people that are listening right now, yeah, they're still listening. Thanks for tuning in. My mom's not gonna listen to this. Your mom? Yeah. I wonder if my parents will listen. I mean, my I don't parents, even think our parents. I've know done, what I've podcast done a podcast. Is I've done a couple podcasts and they listen to like one minute of it and that's it. My mom would be like, I'm "Why do you be, get it?" I'm gonna be honest, dude. Yeah. I haven't listened to your podcast either. Yeah. Bro, don't say that. I don't that. know. Where, where, where is it? Is it on YouTube? Where is it? <laughs> You're his own brother-in-law. How are you going to say that? Come on. I have a whole YouTube channel. Also, go, go subscribe. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. actually subscribe. don't. We're here, to, we're here to promote Blackhead, not subscribe your fucking shit. This guy's really piggy, piggybacking. Oh, we just died it off our audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get rid of this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah.